evening, everybody, and welcome to show number 136. That's right. The Jimmy Palumbo Show, getting involved here at Shea from downtown Mawa. Coming to you, of course, with Dave Sturcho from downtown Matawan in the Fine Chop Sports Studios while I'm in my gorgeous dining room studios here. All fans 18 and under, come on out. Um, we are... Uh, uh, we're here, show number 136. That's it's a bad it's a bad open. You're like f- fans 18 and under, come on back. No, no, <laughs> with, oh no, you're an ass. I meant like you I'm know, for, you know, you that's get your well, that's how they no, no, I'm well aware. Okay. I should have said fans 18 and over, but I meant like you know all those uh when they have those yes, the giveaways, uh, yes. Yeah, yes, free yes. housebreaking um, weed pads, courtesy of Puppy City, Ralph Avenue, and Avenue J. <laughs> all fans 18 and under, please get here early. All right, if that sounded wrong, that sounded wrong. I'm with you on that. <laughs> so I'll do it again. The all fans here from the downtown dining room studios here in Mawa. All fans 18 and over. Come on there. down here and get a uh, I don't know, get a cup of coffee. Anyway, so <laughs> absolutely nothing going on here, Jay. Well, this is show number 136. And of course, as you well know, uh, I'm here now with Dave Sturcho, who's the co-star of Beer League, the series. We're going to get to that in a minute. Uh, and of course, I grab a baseball card. And this one is very unique to me. Joe Negro. Now, a lot of people don't realize there was the famous Phil Negro. And he pitched a knuckleballer. And Phil Negro won 325 games. But Joe Negro won 225 games. Um, I have his 87 card. 22 years in the league. He was 221 and 204. So he lost a lot of games. He pitched 702 games. That's a lot. His ERA was 3.59. He'd be making $27 million a year today. And he pitched over 3,500 innings. That's a lot. He played with the Cubs, Padres, Detroit, Atlanta, Houston, the Yankees with his brother Phil in 85, and Minnesota. His best year was 79. He was 21 and 11 with a 3.08 ERA. So he was getting a one stud year. Um, uh, With the Yankees for three years, he was 14 and 15 with a 4.5 ERA. That's how I remember him. He'd get shelled all the time. Um, But I find it funny in the postseason, 1980, pitch game three of the National League Championship Series, and he went 10 innings, six hits, no earned runs. In 81, he pitched one game, eight innings, seven hits, no runs. Here's the crazy stat about uh, Joe Negro. In the playoffs, three years, 20 innings pitched, no earned runs. That's wow. pretty good. That's Mari- pretty good. This is Mariano-esque. Oh, absolutely. And he was a good hitting pitcher. He batted 275 in 1980. He started 35 games. That's like 275. He's like Giancarlo at this point. <laughs> um, he's the younger brother of Phil, of course. His father um, uh, taught him how to pitch to knuckleball. Phil was pure knuckle. Every pitch was knuckleball. Joe Negro was a slider, fastball, mixed it in towards the end of his career, a little more knuckleball than regular. Um, he was also caught really bad. There's some videos online of him scuffing up the ball. He was a famous with the sandpaper, the nail file, all that stuff. Uh, he broke. Uh, he was pitching a no-hitter to one out in the ninth. Till, uh, someone's going to drive off the road on this. Horace Clark, back in 71 with the Yankees, broke up the no-hitter. Def- Horace Clark's the poster boy of shitty Yankees. and. Uh, but the funny thing is, and I just said to you off camera on this, Joe, Joe Negro was a good hitter. He only hit one home run off in his career, just one ding-dong. Mm. And it was off his brother, Phil. <laughs> now, whether Phil He's lived, got that forever now. I you know? see that, and they're both dead now. He died. Uh, well, Joe Negro he, died in I guess he doesn't have it forever. <laughs> I, would love, I would love to be able to like, uh, interview that maybe his brother laid it up for him through him, like a belt-high fastball. Nice duck. Yeah. But uh, – that was back in the day when, like, the hitters were, like, you know, not programmed to never hit and shit like that. So, right. anyway, so that's my guy, Joe Negro. Now, I have no idea what I told you to do last week. <laughs> Either shitty, shitty cowboy tight ends or shitty quarterbacks. Let's go with shitty quarterbacks for a 1,000, Alex. Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, last week we we said I had a funny story about Quincy Carter uh, because I, I met him in the Bahamas, and he knew that, like, he he didn't think anybody would notice who he was, but I did. Um, being the psycho Cowboys fan that I am. Um, this week, we'll focus in on <laughs> my dad uh, was gifted a um, a plasma TV. 
plasma. So it was way first. Okay. These things were 450 pounds a piece. Yeah, right. The, the first plasma TVs. Yep. Um, and I remember watching one, uh, the Cowboys game, because we got it set up for a Sunday. And the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys at the time was against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Vinny Testaverde was the Dallas Cowboys uh, quarterback. I forgot. I forgot between, he was on the Cowboys. Uh, yeah, so that was a rough time as well. Uh, we had a bunch of bad, bad years from like 99 to like, or yeah, 2000 to like 2003. It was three, five, and 11 seasons. Uh, so it's row, so, so it's the Aikman, Aikman to Romo era. This is the Aikman, yeah, the in-between between Aikman and Romo. I've already listed Quincy Carter. I can go on and on. This might be beating a dead horse but the chad hutchinson's of the world anthony uh, Wright, yeah. ryan leaf randall cunningham like we uh, had them all on the hodge boom hoga boom no hoga boom was way earlier um he was he's before in the, aikman yeah yeah oh really okay so yeah and now he's in the well he was in the booth i don't know if he still is but yeah um, really yeah for like cowboys radio broadcast or whatever but um yeah That's so funny. that i'll stick with Vinny testaverde Vinny old right. vincenzo vincenzo um, yeah former dallas cowboy quarterback uh, he stunk. Uh, if you didn't get hurt, the Jets probably would have won the Super Bowl that year. I yeah, think they, were, they were ready to go. Well, all right, that's it. So uh, Vinny Testaverde and Joe Necro, <laughs> never again to be heard together on a sports uh, fun talk show. Probably here. not. Um, well, that uh, that brings us to Patreon. Now, I've been so busy with the Beer League stuff. Uh, we are mired now in a month-long slump uh, since Rich Thomas signed up at number 36. We need a number 37. Uh, we don't have it yet. Can't believe we're not at uh, more um, more Patreons. I have to start advertising that to support <laughs> this fine program. Mm. But I did use Patreon money to uh, feed Beer League the series this weekend. Uh, but I want to give a special shout out to Greg Casalino, who showed up uh, late on Sunday to take pictures. They came out really cool, black and white uh, stuff, really uh, creative. Uh, shout out to Alex Stetsena, who's the number one Patreon, the first one to sign up. He was at a bar on uh, Friday night, or was it Thursday night, and he was so excited when I walked into the bar here locally, placing Brady's, and he said, "I was." He said something. He probably had a buzz on. He said, "Oh my God, most proudest moment of my life that I'm your number one Patreon." I was like, "Really." Yeah, miserable, moment? miserable life. <laughs> my God. But then he smiled and laughed. He was only teasing. But we, he talked about how he was. It, it came across his feed while he was at a at the bar. You, you, me, you or I must have posted it at ten o'clock at night or something. And it came up on his phone while he was drinking with somebody. And he's like, "Ah, oh, I'll do this." Boom! So he was number one. Like eight seconds after we posted it. So and listen, Alex Stetsena, you are the Babe Ruth or the Dan Ford. That joke is so funny. I can't. Some Venditti just drove off the road. Uh, and also a shout out to Greg Alperin, one of the producers of Beer League Series. I love you, man. Uh, and I hope there's uh, no further miscommunications. So uh, that's it. Patreon, we need you. Go to patreon.com, P A T R E O N.com. Search the Jimmy Palumbo Show. There's three different tiers. Uh, and please, uh, God bless, go out and support the show. All right. Well, and, of course, that brings us to my fine sponsor here from the Omni, Absolute Eyewear. Getting involved here. I'm wearing glasses from Absolute Eyewear as we speak. 42 Main Street, Woodbridge, New Jersey. 732-326-3937. Craig and Johnny Michaud own this. They're opticians. You got to go there. They got everything, all kinds of stuff. They'll take care of you. When you leave there, you don't feel like a jerk-off. That's the best thing. They're nice people. They're awesome. Um, and also, they have uh, Ray-Ban coach, Ralph Lauren, Dave Sturchio's Jimmy Choo, Silhouette, Michael Kors, Michael Kors Light, Vogue, Maui Jim, Costa Del Mar. And you can get autographs from Charles Oakley and Charles Oakley for Kids. Actually, you don't get Charles Oakley's autograph, but his kids will sign something for you. Yeah, with it for then. sure, for sure. Funniest awful joke of the show <laughs> every week. I think it's funny. And for some uh, reason, I still giggle. I don't I know. know why. It's just I've heard it <laughs> I, a I, fucking I, a million times. I threw times. in the Michael Kors light. Uh, but go there. You get $100 off a complete pair. They're, they're great. 732-326-3937. 42 Main Street. Absolute eyewear down by the train station. Go there and say that Jimmy Palumbo sent you. All right, well, 
Let's get to a couple of things. First of all, I gotta, I'm wearing the Scarlet Knights colors. Rutgers mix Scarlet Knights six and two. They're going to a bowl. Now, early on, I, I always predicted that they had a shot at a bowl because if you look at it, they took care of the games they had. In other words, have they beaten anybody great? No. But they their losses are to Wisconsin and Michigan. Not that bad. They played mm-hmm. Michigan. They played them both okay. They didn't get blown out, even though the score was one of those like slow deaths, you know, the snake in the cage kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, I certainly played them better than a lot of other teams have. Um, and we got four games to go. You know, we won our sixth game against Indiana. Indiana stinks, but we beat them 31-14. We wore Indiana down, which usually happens to us. Uh, and look, four games. Uh, they're easy opponents. We only got to play Ohio State, Penn State, at Iowa. And, and then, we got, then we got Maryland, who's better than us at the end of the season. But you know what? You know, Penn State just got beat, so maybe they'll quit. That happens to them. Uh, what I'm looking for, I do believe we're going to get shut out against Ohio State and Penn State. You don't think you're going to score? I don't. Wow. I don't. Um, even but, your boy, even that legendary Heisman candidate-worthy quarterback, Wimsat. <laughs> I, listen, listen. Everybody knows on the Facebook page is how I feel about Gavin Wimsett. He has to play well for us to do well. So I'm all in on him. Um, I just think um, he'd be great at rugby. Um, uh, he, you know, he'd be our he'd be our best running back. Uh, but you know, football requires you to to pass, and uh, and you have to throw the ball at the receiver <laughs> within range of his arms, legs, anywhere his balls. Is that, is that how it works? <laughs> yeah. Just sure. Okay. And uh, sometimes he doesn't do that. But listen, Gavin Wimsatt's got him at six and two. He's only a sophomore. I think he's only nineteen or twenty years old. Uh, I don't think the sky's the limit for him. <laughs> I think it's like definitely partly cloudy with a little fog rolling in here. So, but uh, listen, he's got him at six and two. He's a game. He's economical. He's a game manager. He knows the playbook. There's clubhouse no off, guy. Yeah, clubhouse guy. No offs. There's no offsides. He calls timeouts at the right spots. Listen, those are things we didn't have in the last twenty years. So, uh, I, I I I wish him well. I hope he does well. But um, I think weren't we? We were at the bar watching that game, and it was like. We were looking at his stat line. He had like 260 yards rushing with like eight yards passing or some well, shit. Like it was I just, ridiculous. Listen, it's 2023. He only threw for 39 yards, and <laughs> everybody's raving that. about him. I can't. Yeah. Do anyway, including does, including the, the the cast of characters that were stand, uh, sitting at that table that were yes. there. They graduated 1907. Well, gonna, we will get to that in a few <laughs> seconds. Uh, also, briefly, we're going to be talking about beer league in a second. Uh, Giants, look. Um, that loss last week hurt because, you know, Giants beat a bad Washington team. They're now two and five. To me, it's too little too late. I don't think the Giants are going to have enough gas in the tank to win four out of five games. Schedule's a little easier now, but I just don't think the Giants have it. Uh, and probably is going to happen. We're going to end up – we might end up in that bad draft spot, you know, when you're picking between 21 and 32, which is like the death. First of all, you got to get. I don't even know that. I don't think they beat the Jets this week. I honestly don't. I don't think so, so either. But um, I think the Giants are going to play better. They, they, this is the second week in a row they played a, a complete football game. Well, yeah, Wink, Wink, Martindale, and the defense—they finally, you know, got up. And look, it it's the Redskins, so it's not like you know, it's no, one of the world-beating teams. I, I just but. think the Giants are going to be in that. I don't think they're going to have the first or second pick. I think they're going to be in that. Um, the teens. <laughs> That's what they're yeah, No, the I teens. think they're going to be in that like bad draft pick spot. You know, when you're not, you're not, you know, eleven through eight, eighteen, maybe. <laughs> you got to get the. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like right now, they're sitting at two wins. You know, uh, a lot of people are saying like, oh, maybe they'll get the six and six before the buy. I said, where the fuck are you finding? No, those I don't wins? think like, so. You know, like, I, don't know. I just think the Giants are going to end up winning. My point is, I don't know how they're going to finish, but I think they're going to finish just enough to not have a killer draft pick is really what I'm saying. Gotcha. I don't know what that'll be. Uh, we're going to get to the NFL stinks list in a minute. <laughs> and that brings us to, well, people have asked Dave, what did he do this weekend? <laughs> and Dave Sturcho uh, made, made his um, acting debut. Uh, we're not going to give away plot points, but we shot beer league all weekend, all day, Saturday, all day, Sunday, Two very long killer days. I know, Dave, you must have been shot on Sunday, as was mm-hmm. I. I know it's not like, you know, sh- shooting uh, shooting movies isn't exactly uh, 
you know, it's not like you're, uh, you know, be a, you're not a contractor or anything, but it's, it's, it gets, it gets tiring. You're worried about your lines. You're worried about this. It's stressful in its own way. Um, and I, you know what? Listen, you did a great job. Uh, we got you in this part. I think it fits you. Um, it, uh, we started out, it was fun, first of all, you got there before me, you were like the eager beaver guy, you were there early, like, yeah. rookie, like rookie ball. I was I actually like, went to the wrong, oh, well, no, that was the house, all right, yeah, I'm, I'm like all out of sorts, there was three scenes, first one was the house, yeah, I beat you there, and I was like, look at this, he was all excited, here. and you're like, yeah, no, check the call time, I was like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was five minutes early myself, but yeah, you, that yeah. was about 25 minutes early, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, first of all, you, you look like Wilson. I walked in like Aaron Rodgers, like, right, where the balls? Let's throw something around now. But it was fun. The kitchen was funny. It was good to see Deej. It was just good. Uh, we shot a scene in um, Tom Baldinger's uh, house. His wife was kind enough to uh, uh, let us have it. But it was embarrassing because I, when I first got there, <laughs> I, I, I was looking for the wardrobe lady because I had to see what, what was, I was going to wear. And the wardrobe lady is also a blonde. And this blonde lady walks in and she looked at me and I was like, hey, you know, I'm Jimmy Palumba. It was Tom's wife. <laughs> and then I realized I met her for eight seconds after a comedy show. And then I've only seen her on Zoom for like 10 seconds. So my bad. She was a doll. She let us use the house, which is awesome. Um, and that was cool. And I thought that it was good to see uh, you know, um, uh, Natalie Vero is uh, is in it. She's and, great. Uh, and uh Victor Del Rio. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what roles they're playing, but it was good to have some some of the youngsters in there. Uh, they did a great job. They were all the best thing about it for me is, you know, we shot these first five and we're at the bar and we only had seven hours to shoot 17 pages, so we had to fly. This time we had a little more time. I think our scripts have a little more gut to them, a little more, a little more that you can scratch onto. Mm-hmm. And the main thing was like everybody really wanted to be there. Um, and I put yourself in that bracket. And I'm not saying we hired people that don't know what they're doing. It's just that whenever you're doing something creative, it's it's always good to have people that really want to be there and they want this to do well. And, you know, I know you're handling the social media uh, end of it. And I was really, I, how many times did I bring it up? I'm like, guys, talk to Dave. Because last time we didn't quite get uh, – from the cast and crew and production, co- everybody, we didn't really, we, you got in late on last time and you didn't know who the players were. Now you know everybody. Mm-hmm. And we took tons of pictures and videos. We got all kinds of shit to do previews uh, and everything. You know, we, we got stuff to utilize now, yeah. which is great. Uh, and then, of course, I, I screwed up. I got a hotel room because I knew we'd be working late. But w- the way we shot this was weird because we had to be – at one spot and then we had to drive south to princeton and then so my ho- i had to drive 50 minutes fifth five zero back to the hotel room because then in the morning i was only 20 minutes away mm. so we were done shooting late uh saturday night i had to drive almost an hour to get to my hotel room like i didn't do this right but if i didn't do that i got one close to that gym location then I would have had an hour ride in the morning. So I was mm-hmm. like, I don't want to do that. You, you didn't drop the pin right. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I didn't do that right. I did not handle that right here at Shea. Your agent and should all, have definitely took care of that. <laughs> and we were down in Hillsboro and, and West Windsor. I drove through country roads. I, listen, I was on like one lane highways, mm-hmm. me and the deer. Even the deer, like by the second night, some of the deer were smoking cigarettes. Like, I think a fucking Jimmy going by us right now. Um, and then I, I was speeding because I wanted to get home to the hotel. And I'm like, I'm going to hit a deer. You know, Johnny Trino killed on a country road while shooting beer league, the series. Uh, that'll be on one of those. One of those what a way to go. What a way to go. That'll be one of those like dark stories of showbiz. Right, it was right. an actor. It'd be like, this will be like 30 years from now. Jimmy Palumbo <laughs> killed while shooting beer league, the series, a, sh- a movie, which nobody knows about. And a series that nobody knows about except for the chosen few. Um, no, we, we feel good about this. The gym scenes were a riot. My boy Michael Deej plays Alphonse, as you guys know. My fans, um, he uh, we were in the gym there, and uh, I, I don't want to give away too much, but you you had to get Dave Sergio getting involved here, uh, and the both of us had to do some exercises that um, that's on some of the behind the scenes stuff, so people are uh, at least aware of like what what's going on, you know. Yeah. But like, boy, oh boy, if you're not like warmed up or ready to go, know, and they're just like, hey, do this, and I'm just like, oh yeah, oh, yeah. and I'm like, I'm like. 
oh my god <laughs> like, what the fuck am i doing right and now? of course deej uh trains there seven right. days a week deej was uh, he deej walked is, me through the whole program the orange theory oh, fitness thing crazy. i'm like wow i'm like and i knew a couple friends that actually do that stuff and i'm like i never actually you know gave it any thought but once deej like broke it down and like said like these are the circuits this is what you got to do blah, blah blah i'm like there's no freaking well, way i would do this they like, say you know he uh they're a gym, but as he explained it to me, because it's about like $170 a month to join. That's a lot. Usually gyms are $50, $60 a month in that arena. You pay by the session. No, but he doesn't go by that. His price is uh, you get the sessions. And right. uh, it's more you got to compare it to personal training, mm. not not going to a gym. That's what it is, man. He's on the mic, oh, the headset, like drill sergeant yeah, type and shit. And they go in. You're all you're all uh, wired up with your heart rate, your heartbeat, and it's all about this. There's a theory about your blood pressure and heart rate when it hits a certain point. That's what, what about, I don't know. What about you getting on that uh, BMI scale thing? Oh my! First of all, <laughs> okay. I refused. You okay. went on. Out of okay. the kindness of your own heart to try it out, and then okay. you got your results, so, and I'm like, oh my god, come so on! So Orange Orange Theory Fitness has something at the front of the store when you sign up. It's this uh, BMI fat weight. It's this whole thing. Uh, Deeds told me it cost like seven grand for this thing. I had to take off my shoes and socks. I had to wipe the bottom of my feet with this wipe. I get on this thing, and basically, it it told me I'm a jelly donut. Really, that's what the end of the day. I have thirty three percent fat body fat. I was, I, and then Deed was telling me that my left arm is is weaker than my right arm, and uh, uh, I just uh, and then it shows like your gut area, like my gut area basically looks like an In and Out burger. I, it was just uh, so embarrassing, but I was having fun with it. I was like, my God! And uh, Deed was mocking me out for being out of shape. The whole that became a running gag. Um, and, uh, the good thing was I didn't, well, I can't tell you what I did in, in the scenes, but, uh, we had some fun. The, the hardest thing was you had to do, uh, you had to do a scene, uh, which I think is funny, but it was definitely awkward, not only for the actress, extremely awkward for you. And I actually felt that I didn't realize when, when I wrote it, I figured, oh, you know, Dave will be able to do this, but you know what? Listen, I'm not giving out details, but. It is all, you know, you just met the actress. She don't know you. And the best part is she's a pro, right? I, this is my first go at anything. Right. And, you know, I get the, you know, action and, I, and I'm doing it and and I'm like, you know, cut. All right, let's do it again. Dave, Um, I need you to do a little bit more. And I'm like, I know, okay. Right? Right? And, then, and the, but the girl, God bless Gabby. She's great, man. And she was like, no, let, let's do this. And I was just like, oh, I should have. <laughs> like, listen, no. Every time, um, this is my second time producing the first go around and now this, I should have pulled her aside and said, hey, listen, you know, uh, my, my buddy Dave's all in and he did wrestling stuff. So he, he'll, he'll, he's, he's a ham. He's, his ego's bigger than anyone here. He'll go for it. <laughs> but I should have told her that like Dave's a rookie. So like if you need, like, I should have, I should have done that. Cause then she would have probably, but then I'm thinking, well, I, I don't want to give the seat away, but I'm thinking, well, the Dave might have went way too far here. There might have been a... I know. There and, might then have been like, a at, and then at the end, they're like, cut. Great, great. And I was like, man, I feel dirty. <laughs> this is terrible. I was worried that there was going to be one of those uh, Pat Riley and the Knicks when I'm right. talking over. Right. Uh, but the, the scene was uh, uh, awkwardly funny, I, I hope, when we see the footage. Um, but uh, it was great. I got to see DJ's wife, Janine, was there, and my, uh, my friend... Uh, uh, Joy was there. She helped me out with some lawyer things. Uh, she's great. She's she was awesome. cool. We had some we had some extras that showed up. Um, really, just fans, uh, you know, from Facebook. We didn't get the overwhelming response. I don't know. There might have been some communication I don't know, issues. Not for nothing, but I don't know if there's like I think there was the perfect amount of extras for night one because it was just our day. Yeah, one. it would have been too much. Yeah, if we had, you can't you have know. too many in there. And I think um, I think it, it was. Uh, nice. You got to remember. I think if it, had it been <laughs> up by North Jersey, we would have had more. I think you know what I mean. It was down kind of. I Princeton a little bit of a ride for people. Um, well, that's we not had true. some people. That's not there. true because you definitely had some uh, pop belly pigs <laughs> come on down well, to the softball field. That's awesome. Yes, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, we're gonna. So, so we we are from the guy's kitchen, and we drove to the gym. Uh, but uh, the best part was for me was. And this is classic Jimmy Palumbo. If anybody wants to call me a loser for this, it's so true. And Dave was there to witness it. 
We're in the kitchen right now. Rutgers is playing for a bowl bin, okay, while we're shooting. So I walk in. I, in the other room, I see this big television, one of those old school, the ones that bend around, right? A little curvy. A little curvy. A little curvy, right? So I'm like, I was like, Tom, I go to the director, Tom, where's your remote? He's like, I don't know. It should be in there, but it was all equipment. So Dave and I literally for like 10 minutes were like, like, Dave, we got to find this remote. I don't care. I was like moving cameras out of the way. So we find the remote. And next thing you know, we... You know how some stations have like the the the, the HD, the blurry one. Well, you're such a yuppie on this, yeah, bro. I got I got the blurry one, right? Yeah, well, we you're like, see it. Uh, Big Ten Network, <laughs> and then they put it on, and and they're like, we're watching. It's like this this is this, this was five twenty. Well, but I, I also <laughs> didn't want to be Jesus. like, maybe it's like maybe he's just got a shitty TV. And it's right. <laughs> Hey, hey, Tom, can you spring for the uh, HD package next time around? We're but trying it, to shoot some movies right. here, and we're trying to watch the Rutgers game. <laughs> Put it this way. It's the kind of television that would never be in Dave Sturgill or Jimmy no, Bobo's house. Freak, not even in my studio. Matter of fact, matter of fact if, if you watch it, you know, Quincy Carter looks like he's quarterbacking. So. But the funny thing was, so we, I had the volume off, and there's always breaks in between. So rather than go to the right, to the dining room, I just went to the left in like the rec room and there was the Rutgers game. But like, meanwhile, I start cursing out loud. <laughs> he stinks. They stink. Blah, blah, blah. So of course, Dave was smiling going like, I, I mean, even try to I think it was hilarious. Game. Cause I mean, like you're sitting there, <laughs> you're sitting there in your position for the scene. You guys are about to go like say action. action. And I'm just like, eh, first and goal from the two, like from the other room. <laughs> well, it was, like, Cause I was in and the, you're like, you're like, they score. Huh? You're like, so I was in the Hilarious. kitchen and Dave was in the rec room right off the kitchen. So I knew he was like, I wanted him there. Like matter of yeah, fact, if, like a I had a, if I had a personal assistant, I would have been, listen, your job is to stay in the living room and somehow get me scored. <laughs> and you were like, ah, first at the, <laughs> like, Wimsat rolls out and you're like, yeah, action. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, oh yeah. shit. So I, we did the see which was funny. And then we had by a miracle, we had a two hour break because mm. we had to switch locations. I feel like it was longer and than that. Maybe two and a half hour break. Yeah. They call it a, a company move. Mm. So I realized we were like, all of us were like, well, uh, they were going to some pizzeria. And I was like, Dave, Penn State's playing Ohio State and Rutgers is playing Indiana. We're going to a bar. So we go to a bar. Of course, I ordered a beer like I was uh, on vacation. I know. I, Dave, I got to the Dave bar. Like, what, what would you like to drink? I was like, I'm looking around I'm like Diet Coke. <laughs> you know? And and, but D even Deej was like, oh, we can get comfy here. Like, this, this might be bad. And I'm like, oh, shit. I'm we looking around. At, By the way, Pet Rocks yeah, <laughs> or okay. Petrix. Sorry. The, the, the name of the bar was the, the, Tom said, go to Pet Rocks. And me and Dave were like, <laughs> I, you, know, you know, when you hear something, you're like, okay. And he gave us, but I'm like, he's like, well, it's, it's how do you say it? Petrix. Petrix. Yeah, that's the, name, that's the last name of the bar owner. Yeah, P E T R U C H S. They all call it Pet Rocks. And to me, Pet Rock is the Pet Rock thing, you know. Mm -hmm. So we walk in there. There was one table in the back of all Rutgers fans. Nobody was under the age of 70. Yeah, they all room. graduated in 1923. And uh, I start yelling at the screen right away. But the lady <laughs> had to, like, find the Rutgers game. The, the, lady the best was part like, is, like, this TV's got Penn State. Yeah, this one's got Rutgers. This one's broken. I know. This <laughs> I felt like it was 1974. One of the TVs had an episode of Barnaby Jones on. So I was like, this is just really awful. did. I think the, the first channel they put on had like Little House on the Prairie or some shit. I was like, oh my I God. I was like, oh my God. Nothing better on a Saturday afternoon while you're shooting a TV show to go watch Mannix I have at a, a bar wall. And just to give you all the listeners out there a little preview of what it's like to watch a Rutgers game during Jimmy uh, with Jimmy. Uh, now remember, Two patrons at the bar. There's us. There comes some of the cast. Uh, Natalie and, and uh, Deej was there. We're all watching the game. And you have that table off to the side of full of just older. Just they're rooting. You can hear a couple like, yeah, good play, good play. Wimsat breaks one. Jimmy belts out, run, you fat fuck. <laughs> <laughs> as loud as he possibly can. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, oh, my God. Run, I, run you fat fuck. I'm like. <laughs> Holy shit, he's going as fast as he can. Oh my god. I totally got excited there. Yeah, he did. So then we then we uh we arrive at the gym and uh oh, no no before 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 you leave, before we left, Jimmy had to go into that room, introduce himself basically. I like, I did. like, hey guys, we're going bowling. We're, we're going, going bowling. bowling. And, like, and they're like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, yeah, they looked at me like I'm an, is that the guy is that the guy who called our quarterback a fat fuck? Um <laughs> But they were like, go are you? It's so funny how old our fan base is. <laughs> like, really is. yeah, we used to play Colgate and Fordham. Now we're going to a bowl. <laughs>
But then, uh, so we did the gym stuff, which was cool. And then, of course, we shot in Alaska on Sunday. <laughs> I don't know if anybody, I don't know if anybody was outside. Okay, first of all, if you had like, we were in an area where there was absolutely like, we were on like the, the pine. The, we were in the old giant stadium like just, where the winds yeah, were was, swirling <laughs> the entire it time. It was this flat field, no trees within like a, a, a 300 yards. The wind was howling. I got out of the car. I looked at these. I was like, I don't feel like doing this. It was ice cold. <laughs> um, ice and cold. then we had, a, we ended up having. Everybody's got winter jackets on and shit. Winter jacket. I have like I'm out this there like with snow sleeves. <laughs> yeah, I have a I have a jacket from the Giants that Venditti gave me. It's actually property of the Giants. I was wearing that. I've had that for like 20 years. And uh then we had some extras show up. My buddy Tim Perkins showed up from Ramsey all the way down. I gave him credit. He wanted to be in the softball scenes. We had a couple of guys. Somebody, uh, one of the extras was, I don't want to go into detail. Was, no, uh, I'm not. Uh, uh, what, what, no, no, I don't two, I'm second day, two days old on being a actor, you know, in the, in this world. And even I was getting pissed off. Okay. There was, was like, oh, we, we had, on. we had two extras of note. One of them was uh, annoying. Uh, the other one though, we can't even, it's so exciting what happened with the other extra <laughs> that we're actually, I'm trying to, I'm actually trying to preview this without giving anything away. All I know is by far top 10 extra of all time. And Dave Sercho is, in the process of putting together some social media, you will oh, see it man. and you will know. Unbelievable. I mean, that was like the story of the day. I, I, like it was wild. literally, I went from number one on the call sheet to like number nine. And he was number one, this extra. I'll explain when, when you'll see it on Instagram, when it happens. Uh, well, we had one extra who was trying to, I don't think, I think he meant, well, he just was getting in the way and you got to learn when you're an, a background actor, excuse me. And I can't say extra anymore. What? Is that a thing? Yeah, you're supposed to say background actor. So, oh, Jesus Christ! When you're a background actor, you really you're a critical part of the day. You really are. You got to have people in the background, and it's it's got to work. And you, I, I I don't know how much talent they have, but they have to. Uh, I didn't even look at the chats here. Am I getting any chats coming? Yeah, no. Uh, a couple people go. are chiming in. Okay, uh, Megan, uh, Kyle's in oh, there talking about Maganelli and Sam. Big shout here. to. Uh, oh, that's right. Big shout to Emily Fontaine. My friend, I used to work with at a bar. Uh, she loves Emily, the hat, so I love she you. Loves, she's a cowboy fan. She's a doll. Uh, what are we going out to dinner? The uh, Jimmy is trying to flirt here live <laughs> on his podcast. Hey, Max, Emily, let me know when I'm allowed to go back into the bar. More on that later. Oh, <laughs> so, boy. I got banned from that place. Where does uh, she work? Uh, uh, I, I don't want to say it. Uh, all right. I was going to say, I'll, I'll go. Um, <laughs> she likes my hat. So Kyle, Kyle, Kyle's chiming in. He's taking Maganelli's team 1.5 on the run. That's great. We're doing uh, too much, too much talent, poor coaching, coaching, base running. All right, you'll see. You'll see, Kyle. Um, I, we, we never got a response from Kyle regarding the air disaster thing from last Oh, week. I don't know if you saw that part, but that's a very well, good we, we have to show him that one. Um, anyway, so now Emily Fontaine is uh, – you know what? That's Instead of a dating site, I'm going to have a new thing – this is going to be, are you tired of using dating sites? Create your own podcast. And when they come in on the chat, you too can talk to a girl on the chat. Um, anyway, Emily, I love you. I hope you still have to bar over there and let me know. You know what I'm saying? When I'm legally allowed to come in that place. Um, I had issues with the owner. That's what happened. So uh, I was, uh, we parted ways. I'll leave it that uh, way at Shay. Um but it's always good to flirt while you're doing a podcast. Uh, then, listen, the fear, it was so cold, and I, I'm, I'm still nervous about the audio. The wind, my buddy took video, and it sounds like we're in like Ukraine with the wind howling through the speaker. But I'm told the audio guy captured it. Uh, the wind is not an issue. I'm told that. So hopefully that'll be great. Um, we had, I think we had some funny. Now, you didn't see, you had your scene there, but you had to leave. Yeah, I was a double. I, I had to record my lines to someone else. Uh, uh that was the makeup uh, Jill. Uh, and Jill, yeah, right? Jill. Yeah. And uh, I heard I heard her reciting my lines and I was like, that's not bad. Okay. The uh <laughs> but I, I did some different takes on it. Um uh which I made uh Anthony DeSando, Maganelli bust out laughing. I did three different takes. I don't want to give away the punchline, but he was uh, laughing when I was doing the, yeah, the so, when we were doing the Zoom read. Yeah, Maganelli was just great. First of all, and anytime Maganelli's there, Anthony DeSando, it's just great. Uh, 
But we, we did some good stuff. Our, our Natalie Vero, I don't even want to reveal what she does in it, but she had to actually play some ball. She's a firecracker. And when we casted uh, this, one of the things, because I thought the players in Beer League, the movie sucked. The background, like everybody lied. Yeah, I could play softball. And for this part, we had to have certain characters had to play softball. Just, there was no getting around it. We couldn't have a shitty actress or actor lying on their resume at Shea. And uh, she, you know what? I was like, whew, thank God. She was bringing it. She was great. She was fantastic. Mm -hmm. uh, Megan Ellie uh, actually, uh, he uh, gave me a little critique <laughs> on my swing. He's like, you know, you're all upper body. You're not really. <laughs> I was like, yeah. He's like, you're not even twisting your hips. It's all. How are you putting them out there without? And I'm like, oh, I'm all upper body. What do you want me to say? Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, we didn't. We don't have the budget for CGI because we had to make. <laughs> well, for Dave, we had to make him look much oh, yeah. better oh, than yeah. he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was hitting bombs. What are you kidding? Yeah. Me? There's a couple of them that hit like off the plate. I even. I swear to God, me and Natalie were just kind of hanging out, and she just lawful one out, and I. <laughs> First bit swung and missed. I was like, that's going to be a long fucking day. First of all, it was eight degrees windy. Yeah. By the way, you were hitting bombs short of a home run. But I just want to let everybody know, it was 205. That's well, warning. Was, we call that warning track warning, power. Warning track day. power. <laughs> that, that would have been a lazy fly at Warren Park. I said to myself, I'm like, man, that was, one of the ones. I was like, oh, it's getting out. And then it just dropped. It just laid <laughs> just right in. Um, but it was fun to have. It was, it was just a fun shoot to do. Um I got to give it up to the entire like crew. They're, crew those guys cold. are great, man. Our, our tent just, blew down. Yeah, uh, it was just uh, the, the crew of six twenty four. Everybody that Tom like put together between right. the behind the scenes guys and the cameraman and, and lighting, like everything that those guys do. Even the sound guy Jaime, uh, he Jaime, was right? the, dude. Those guys no, are that, all great. You know, and like great. I said, I can't compare it to anything because I never. Well, those guys I, were I tried to. We uh, actually, when me and Dave were at the gym, I was trying to explain. What I what I think is the difference between, let's say, a Law and Order and this shoot and, and a movie shoot, and I was saying, Dave, these people are all professionals. They this, they they do this a lot. I was like, the difference is there's just more of them. In other mm. words, instead of having two camera guys, there's eight nine people working with the cameras. There's someone who just stands by the lenses and knows how to make sure they're ready to go. There's there's audio people running around. There's assistants. There's it's more infrastructure and it does make it go smoother and mm -hmm. faster when you have that. But we, you know, when your budget is 60 cents, you don't have the, the budget for that. I wish we did. It's just, uh, it's, just it's crazy really cool it to works, watch. Man. It is. Yeah. It's cool. It's fascinating to watch. It's fascinating to know like what goes into just like, we're, we're cut. We're, this is the scene, right? And then you shoot the scene one way. Then you got to do it all over again from a different angle. Then you got to do it all over again from a different angle. So now you got three different angles and I'm just like, well, now I know why she takes so long. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, also, you gotta, and, and, and no, not listen. only that, there's not a lot of, like, if you guys improv, and that's a question I was going to ask you and Tom, but, like, there was multiple times where, like, you know, if there was another shot or another angle of something that you shot, if you don't get the exact same verbiage as a shot before, does that screw anything up? Well, yes and no. It depends on when you can cut away to your face, my face. Got you, it. you can Got cut it. away. Um, you have to be careful with improv. I always... I think I'm I think I'm good at the improv stuff. I'm also what, what I believe I'm best at it for me is waiting till after, if you want to add a line at the end. You, you gotta wait that split second so they can cut it. And some people don't do that. And I, of course I screwed it up a bunch of times as well. Um, but if the editing process is a joke, it's fascinating because certain takes are blurry, the audio's no good. The camera angle is no good. And then certain takes, the acting sucks. The guy screwed up his lines. Uh, we, If we had more time, this was a regular shoot, That your scenes, that would have been a whole day. Really? A whole day. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, and um, I, I wish we could give away. We'll, we'll have to do that when, it, when we release it. But, yeah, it, it is a tedious process. Um, and the days were long. What did we work? We did um, – Saturday was uh, 8 a.m. to 11 p.m., dude. Yeah, that was a <laughs> long like ass day. 15 hours. Of just and we did going. on Sunday, we were there. We at did like eight to five, okay. something like that, eight to five thirty or something. That's still a long day. Yeah. And the crew was shot because the night before was tough and uh, not shot, but they were like tired. It's time to go home, you know. Um, 
But we we got all the shots in. I kept on saying, Tom, when we get everything, we get everything. And we were able to add a few shots due to uh, uh, an amazing uh, background actor that showed up. We were able to add a few things which were funny. Um, and I think we did some of the uh, – I think, you know, listen, I, I feel like I'm talking about one of my kids now. But right. I, I really – you know what it is? When you think something is funny, like I said, that's funny. But you don't know what the regular – I mean, look. I, I got to tell everybody this. I think these are going to be better. Oh, 100%. And we might we may release it as one long one instead of episodes. We're not sure yet. Depends on the editing, how we can fix it. We might even take some of the first five, shove that in, do like that, which would be cool. We don't know yet. It's all the creative process and editing and all that stuff. But you you think it's funny, but I'm aware of a couple of things. And I know I'm going to get this on Facebook and Instagram. Where's Artie? Where's Artie? Where's Artie? Where's Artie? Um, and listen, Artie's Artie loves me. I love Artie. Artie knows what we're doing. He's just not involved right now. I think he will be someday if we go further. Um, and Artie's not there, but you know, Manganelli, Trino, and the other people that we got are, are, are around. And we think there's just a little bit more to say uh, from these guys about a bunch of fat bastards playing softball and that once a week, now, whether right now, maybe it's pickleball for you. Maybe it's uh, you're in a dart club. Maybe you bowl once a week. Maybe you, I don't know, whatever it is you do once a week. I don't know. Go, go to a, you go to the Giant games. Go to the Jet games. Whatever it is you, you go to the sports bar to watch your Cowboy games if you're a piece of shit from Jersey and that's what you do, <laughs> watching the Cowboys. By the way, uh, Manganelli showed me a picture of him as a kid and he was standing with Tony Dorsett. So that, okay. that is a legitimate, which, authentic, me and him are real Cowboys fans. Okay, which, which, by the way, Tony Dorsett, I think is top three of best Cowboys of all time. Of course. Uh, so I'm a huge Tony Dorsett fan. Even though I hate the Cowboys, I love Tony. I thought he was so awesome. Um, and I think he, no one talks about him as running back. But it was just, uh, you know, I, I think I think we got something there, um, and you know I can't wait to show you. We got some social media posts that are going to be coming out in the next two or three months, or two or three days, really. Um, <laughs> we're gonna have we're gonna have a yeah. Dave's got to break his ass, um, but uh, I think uh, I think there's some funny shit. I really do, and I hope everybody likes it. And uh, if you don't, well. Really, the main thing is I hope Emily Fontaine likes it. That's critical <laughs> right there. If Emily likes it and I'm allowed back into the bar where she bartends, then hey, listen, life is good. If Emily would like to list on the comments where she works, just so I'm aware, <laughs> if we don't have to say it, I'm curious. <clears throat> uh, but anyway, like I said, uh, good, clean fun. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of anything else that happened on the set. That it was just play. like I said. It was just a, a a really fun experience. No bullshit. No drama. Just everybody having a good time. Right. And like Tom is a fucking whiz. Like of his directing and his producing. He was just he's just incredible. And, and like I said, I can't say enough about the people that you casted. So good job in that regard because I think everybody played a really really yeah. good role. Yeah. Um, and everybody again, was. I open. can't thank you guys enough for. For everything that you got me involved in, man, I was. Nah, great. I felt like a rock star, man. It was awesome. No, it was great. It was great. You know, it was weird for me, to be honest with you. And this, I, if, if, if anybody thinks I'm sounding cocky, I'm not. I, I mean, me and Tom are producing this with Greg Alperin, um, but really, technically, I was the top of the food chain on this set. Like they had, so a, somebody, they had to go to you. Like somebody was coming up to me, and I let Tom do his directing and producing, though, because. I don't know shit about that. I know, but I, but but I didn't do it last time. But this time, like when you were doing your scene, I watched and I was like, no, I have to tell Dave because I knew it was in your wheelhouse. I didn't give you anything that you couldn't do. Right. Uh, and I I made the mistake of just kind of shouting over Tom, and uh, but I was like, no, I got to tell Dave. This is how I want. I, I he'll get this. And, and you and, know what? The, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. And and I think you adjusted to that. I, you know, I think I have a way of wording things. Maybe I take a little too long to word it, but I word it where like you knew what I meant. Mm -hmm. Now, whether or not, who knows? We got to look at the footage. I I think you pulled it off. So I was more involved in the like acting part of it, telling the a couple times I had a whisper. Like you, I knew I could just tell you, but the other actors, I was a little bit like I would pull them aside. Say, hey Tom, they should do it this way, and and then we did it both different ways because you don't know what's going to be funnier and uh i thought that was really cool it was really weird to be like 
you know, QB one. I mean, I was Aaron Rodgers for two days. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and and I, I think some of the coolest things that, you know, again, I'm just, I'm creative in my own right. Cause I do the content here and then, you know, I have, you know, my background of being in, in pro wrestling and in front of a camera, yeah, you get it, you get and, it. And, and, and I think the coolest part about it was like, you guys, you in particular, took me serious to the point where if I dropped you a line, like I think this would be funny, and you put yep. it in the script, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, you, you gave us my line. That's a, so cool. There's a lot. Again, I know it sucks if you're listening. We can't give you the lines because I think that'll take away. But Dave, you did come up with a great one. It was a slight, a slight change in the read that mm -hmm. my line, mm -hmm. adding adding a little bit to it. Uh, best way to describe it. That I was like, "Oh yeah, it's exactly how I should do it." And uh, that was cool. So, yeah, everybody, even uh, Manganelli, Sando was adding stuff. I, of course, was adding. I, I, I mean, I gave the kitchen sink my scenes, but <laughs> uh, DJ, everybody added. I, I think everybody added a little love to it. Mm -hmm. And in the editing room, I think we're going to have more choices because we definitely read it as the script. We got a few of those takes in, but we added some things on the fly, which I think. It really is what it's all about. Everything kind of played off really well, I think. Yeah, there was no, I, I, there was nothing ever where I was like listening in. And I'm just like, eh, it doesn't go there. You know what I mean? Yeah, like everything yeah. that was added seemed like it and fit. We, uh, we obviously it's beer league, so we curse a lot. Mm. Um, but, but you dialed that back. No, too. we did. I I, yeah. I looked at the script and I was like, damn, we got too many f bombs that don't make sense. But but there were some f bombs that needed to be there. Right. So, matter of fact, I made a joke. I was like, "That's a Tom. We got to get rid of some. We got to get rid of some fucks and add some assholes." <laughs> yeah, that kind of thing. So, we, but I, I really, I, I personally took out. I think I took out like eight uh, f word. Um, uh, you know, because it was like, because when you write the script, you're trying to show the attitude, mm. but the attitude doesn't need the curse word. The acting shows that you're annoyed. You know. Right. Uh, so we added, you know, what the hells instead of what the f's, and we and we did a little bit of that. Um, but I think every and nobody, nobody added. I was afraid that when you're doing a scene and I start cursing and you start cursing and then Natalie start cursing and then it's like fuck, 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 fuck. fuck. It, you know, it's not, it doesn't work. Right. So I thought we did a good job of that. Um, it's just a matter of now. Tom's got all got <laughs> his hands I, full. I went from Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy's limping off here. And now uh, Tom Baldinger has to, he's got to get this done working with the editor. I'm going to be a little bit more involved in the editing. Uh, I think it's important because if I'm going to shit the bed, I want to make sure I'm the one wearing the diapers. So I'm going to be involved in that a uh, little bit more, but it's hard. And somebody's got to direct it, get rid of all the bad cuts that, like I said. So listen, it was a good time, good, clean fun. And uh, we're hoping. I really want to, uh, let's see, it's already in October. Uh, I think it's going to take two months to edit. I do. I'm so impatient. And, and, uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> like, I, I want it tomorrow, actually. <laughs> right. Uh, and I. then you got Christmas. I think we're going to be like mid-January. We, we, we were going to wait till pitches and catches maybe, but I don't think it's necessary. I think January or early February is good because maybe right after the Super Bowl or something. After the Super Bowl, also people are home. It's dark out. It's 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 winter time in the Northeast anyway. Um, and so I think um, I think it's going to be cool. So I'll let you guys. You listen. You're going to be you're going to be inundated with beer league stuff from here on in, which is cool. Mm -hmm. So that's it. So of course, Mike Caprio, who wasn't there. Uh, is the owner of cornholelevel.com. That's right. Uh, I want to let everybody know. Listen, Dave, it was so cold that your cornhole needed an adjustment. Absolutely. And here it is right here. <laughs> you buy this little thing. Here's the Rutgers one. You click it on your hole just like that. No, this doesn't vibrate. I wish it did for your pleasure. But you hook it on the <laughs> cornhole board, and it keeps it at the exact balance of where this thing has to be. You got to put a couple shims underneath to get your cornhole board where it's got to be cornholelevel.com, 20% off if you say JP Show. They're only $19.95. Go chill up there. They're selling like hotcakes. Stocking stuffer day here at Shea. We'll get, he'll ship them out to you right away. He's getting more and more uh, logos um, as we speak. He's got different colors. Cornholelevel.com. And, of course, cornholelevel.com sponsors the greatest part of my show, the NFL Stinks List. Now, 
Wow, what a year! For, this is this is a banner year for Stinks List. This might be. This is like I think like twenty years from now they're gonna be like, ah, oh, remember the golden era of Stinks List? There's just so many of them, but we'll just start. All right, Miami Dolphins, you are just good now. So sorry, Buffalo Bills stink. I told you the Bills stink. I called it early. They lost they, to the Jets. They're they, reeling they right now. Should have lost to the Giants. They got smoked in Europe. They stink. The Jets, I'm gonna leave it good. They didn't play. The Patriots, even though they won, they still stink. Um, that could change, though. You never know. Maybe Belichick will go on a run. I got the Baltimore Ravens entering the very good state. I think the Ravens are good. Boys can score points. Yes, man. they can. So I got the Steelers at average now. I had them at stinks, and I realized, I'm like, you know what? The Steelers, it, 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 it's hard to put the Steelers in the stinks list. because well, They haven't had a losing season since Tomlin's uh, been there. So. Right, and, and they uh, – I, I the, the Steelers just you can make the statement the Steelers never stink and it's accurate they're just one of at all sports they're just one of those teams. Um, I got upgraded the Cleveland Browns to good could be short lived. This is where the stinks list is going to rotate a little bit. Teams are yeah. some teams are going south, some are going north. Uh, and I got to keep the uh, Bengals at average. I think the Bengals could turn it around as well. We'll see. Now I got the Jacksonville Jaguars. Look, man, five and two is five and two. I got to make good. I upgraded him a little bit there. I don't know where they're going to go from here. We don't know. And Trevor's, Trevor's playing like I, shit. I, I'm sorry, though. Texans, Colts, Titans, you guys stink. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs, uh, I hate like hell to do this because of uh, Taylor Swift. Uh, they put up a stat the other day of like Kelsey with Swift and without. Uh, and it's like, come on, man. You're beating this dead horse. And it's just but, like, it's making me... Uh, so he buys a new house, and it's like he's buying it for her. I feel like saying, hey, Kelsey, you, you're you like, in terms of wealth, you are like Jimmy Palumbo compared to Taylor Swift. Like, like you, you're buying it. You're building a $20 million house. Swift can own about 30 of those if she wanted to. Um, my, buddy Mikey, I, my buddy Mikey actually just sent me a, a graphic. It's I don't know if you can see that, but it says, Travis is greater than Taylor. That's his new uh, shirt that he's selling. It's like so great. basic, but so good at the same that's time. <laughs> I love shirts like that. Yeah, definitely. So I got them in very good. Look, they're six and one, but I got the Raiders, Chargers, Broncos. They all stink. Um, so that's it. Broncos. For Broncos. They, they took out Chris's Packers, man. I was just like, well, and look, I didn't see any football Sunday. Obviously, I, 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 was like, I, I had to watch. I was, was reading, going online. We right. listen. It was a rough, rough weekend for us to watch football. Right. And conveniently, you shot this on the weekend. The Cowboys didn't play. Otherwise, you would have been unavailable on Sunday. I was unavailable uh, for other reasons. Ah, uh, yeah, bullshit. No, I know you were. Uh, we're gonna get to that in a second. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles six and one, very good. I got the Cowboys at average. That's they didn't play. Uh, Commanders and Giants. I got them at stinks. <laughs> listen, I'm happy the Giants won. I guess. Uh, I taped the game. I watched a little bit of it. Um, I just think the Giants, who knows, they stink. And Washington stinks, so that's the way it is. That's fair. Uh, Detroit Lions, you know what? I put you at the very good. They couldn't hold it. They're back down to good. Minnesota Vikings, I have to upgrade them to average. They've been on the stinks list, but they beat uh, uh, the 49ers, who are now average, in my opinion. But I'll get to that in a second. Packers and Bears, I'm sorry, guys, you Sorry, Chris. Your Packers, they stink. They look like the team that doesn't have their Hall of Fame quarterback anymore. Uh, but it, so, according to sources, it wouldn't be an issue. <laughs> yeah. They would have, a lot of people are like, oh, the Packers. It's, tra- it's tough sledding. I, I hate to see Chris like this. I do. Yeah, I know. Listen, listen, wait a little bit. But listen, you've been this way since 1996. So exactly. I don't want to hear Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, listen, I'm a Giant and Rutgers fan. So, uh, you know, and Knicks and Rangers. I, nobody has anything on me as far as I'm watching horrific sporting events. Um, anyway, yeah, Packers and Bears stink. Uh, Atlanta Falcons, average. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, average. Saints and Carolina, stink. They get the free home version of how to be a uh, uh, Daryl Clark. Saints are very good. No, they stink, bro. Um, <laughs> Daryl Clark, my boy yeah. down in Louisiana. San Francisco 49ers. I said it when the Giants played them. The Giants stink, right? But I watched that 49er game, and I'm like, this this game is close. Like this is not this is not they didn't pull away till way later in the game. Mm. So you are now average uh, as far as I'm concerned even at 5 and 2. 
I will point out, I will point out about the 49ers since they beat up on Dallas and, and Kittle decided to show the world that he was wearing a shirt that said, fuck Dallas underneath his Jersey. They've won. They haven't won again. They're owing two cents. So karma is a bitch. So you're uh, same thing with the Sanders kid. Shut your mouth. Why everyone got to be like Derek Jeter. Shut up. Don't say anything to anybody. Be boring on social media and you win five championships. Uh, or six. How many did Gina win? Five, six. I don't even remember. Anyway. Um, then, of course, the Seahawks, Rams, and Cardinals. I got the Seahawks as, uh, no, actually, yeah, I got the Seahawks as stinking, but they're four and two. That might be a cheap shot on Seattle. But actually, yeah, maybe that's, not a little, that bad. that's a little below the belt. That's below the belt, but we'll see. I'm actually challenging them. See, I know Pete Carroll listens to the show, <laughs> and he's going to say, wow, Jimmy Plumbo. I'm trying to get, like, you know, because my brother in law, Steve, loves the Seahawks. So I'm trying to let Pete Carroll know, like, hey, man, I still think you stink. So you got to bring it the next couple of weeks. The Rams and Car- and the Cardinals. I mean, my God. That's such a bad loss from the Cowboys, man. They stink. So that's it. 17 stinks, seven averages, five goods, and three very goods. Uh, and listen, the stinks list uh, is really starting to get some national attention. And that's how it works. All right. A couple of shout-outs. Um, Want to give a shout out to uh, my cousin Linda, who lost her husband uh, Tony last week. Um, uh, Linda, we love you. Thinking about you and your kids and all that sucks. College football: um, uh, Ohio State beat Penn State. Uh, I watched a little bit of the game at the bar. Looks like Penn State played lousy, uh, and Ohio State looks like they're better than they think. Um, I can't wait for the Colorado UCLA game because I really. Colorado's my new Dallas Cowboys. I can't stand them. And I made a prediction that the Scarlet McKnights will have a better record than Colorado. Now, we play, uh, uh, you know, very good teams coming up, but so does Colorado. Right now we're 6-2. and two. They're 4-3. and three. Two-game lead, but that can end very quickly. Two in the win column. Two in the win column. Yeah, so, yeah, right? So uh, I just love watching them lose. I'm tired of the videos. I, 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 I mean, this guy, people are like, oh, my God, can you see the man? How about the comment? He said, you, we got a week off. If, you don't, if you're late, if, if you show up late for practice, like clean out your locker, you're no longer here. And it's like saying, you know what? Okay, you're trying to get your team to show up on time. I get you should show up on time. But like clean out your locker? Really? Like it just it's, it sounds preachy. It's like, God, dude, shut up. Why don't you learn how to coach a game? Um, anyway. Uh, that's about it. Also, my daughter went to go see the Taylor Swift movie, and uh, I was so glad I was not on that detail because I would have been <laughs> in the back. I definitely would have got like a large Coke with a Johnny Walker Black Small Fifth. I would have been pouring that in. Like, and, and Natalie's friends would have been like, hey, Natalie, your dad seems ripped, or is he really enjoying the show? I, I would have think it was like Lawrence Taylor being Swift, mm. um, watching the game, drinking like that, but um, I heard there's fights in the aisles. You hear about this? Because people are acting like it's a concert. So they're jumping around, dancing and singing, taking videos of the screen like they're at a show. And there's like some couple there sitting in the back. We're like, sit down, down in front. I'm like, you got a bunch of 14 to 30-year-olds jumping up and down for, the, for this girl. So you can't be. That's not. It's not like you're going to see a Woody Allen movie over this. Well, you <laughs> relax and let everybody have fun. Um, which brings us to Chasing Miracles. Now. My mother's knee here at Shea, chasingmiracles.com. You got to get these X39s and X49 patches. My mother's knee feels better. I've been wearing them. No issue with my heel. It's just, it's just unbelievable. This stuff works. It's all the shit your body needs. Go to chasingmiracles.com. You get more stamina, stamina energy, muscle strengthening, also uh, recovery. Um, it's There's no needles. There's no uh, – you can still pee in a cup. It's not nothing. Nothing gets injected to your body. Uh, this stuff is awesome. Go talk to Tommy and Donna. Chasing Miracles. Reach out to them. It's all there on the website. Uh, and I think if you if you're in pain, you got something going on. That's what you got to do. Uh, so ChasingMiracles.com, One of my favorite. Now I we have to mention this. Why visit that website? <laughs> and uh, we have to mention this only because it's the end of the show. We're going to be off in a few seconds. There's a team that starts their season on Wednesday night. Mm. And the Knicks. Well, let's talk it over. I've been reading the articles the last couple of days. You know, they do the preseason articles. Who's gonna... 
it's like I, I think everybody's being way too positive. Am I wrong? It's like I, they I got mean, the same team. No, I they know. added some pieces, but like I, you just gotta hope that these guys are like one more year better. Meaning like Randall has a better bounce back year, and like Barrett just comes into his own, and like these guys are all still relatively young. Not so much Randall, but like Barrett, and you know, obviously. Added a, couple, yeah. added a couple paisans from Villanova, right? Hey, just... By the way, are there any, you know, I feel bad for it. What about the players from Villanova from that era that didn't make the Knicks? Right. It doesn't right. Feel he's like, like a, the he's the odd man out. Like um, if, if you live in Philadelphia and you're a Villanova fan and, and like, and you played on those teams, like if I was at the bar, I'm like, dude, come on. Heavy, also heavy rumors about the Knicks trying to package something big for Joel Embiid. So it's like, there's, I don't know. I don't know if that's ever like going to come to fruition or whatever, but. You know, James Harden is also uh, MIA. Nobody knows where he is. Right. He's really it's incredible, by the way. He, um, uh, he, he's the worst. Uh, it's, it's, it's official. It, like, if you're if you're a fan of James Harden, look yourself in the mirror and, and choose better You know things. what? I don't think anyone's a fan of James Harden. Can't. You can't, can't be. be. He's, he's like, a, his teams never win. What's he going to say? What, what, what does he have a ring? Like, he don't oh, have a ring, does he? Uh, no, I don't think okay. so. Okay. No. Yeah, that's another. Uh, uh, yeah. It's like the guy in the Nets, Ben. Um, uh no, That's you know it. who that you know who it is the guy in the nets at the end of the bench. Jay knew. Jay knew. No, it's crazy. I, I guess the Knicks. I, listen, I'm I'm a huge Knicks fan, but again, our running gag since I've met you, mm-hmm. the Knicks have been good for five weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that, is that, that's I can't wait till they start off like five and one, and I'm just like, okay, oh, here, here we go. go. Here, and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, like, Dave, the Knicks haven't won in three weeks. Like, <laughs> right. no, the, the Knicks in the last three years have really only been good for five weeks. Like, it's like some of these other teams are good year in year out, and we just we have a little like it's always like a run like early or it's late right before the playoffs that we lose. It's just uh, I I I know I just want the Knicks to be better because I enjoy I enjoy the Knicks. I do. There's always a good energy in, in New York when the Knicks are good. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It just doesn't Absolutely. it doesn't happen it doesn't happen enough. So it doesn't happen enough. So the Knicks start their season Wednesday. We'll I'll probably have two two games before we do the next show. So probably yeah. And of course, go check out Pine Tar Bar and Grill if you want to watch a Nick game. One twenty one South Main Street, Fork and River, six zero nine four eight nine four two eight six. Go say hello to Tommy Plinio. It's an awesome sports bar. I got to get Dave and I down there one of these years. Uh, and also, if you uh, if you're feeling down and out, things are bothering you, keeping it inside, go talk to Lisa Ruane, two zero one seven two five one two five one. She's a certified therapist, hypnotherapy. She does a lot of different things. She's good people, personal friend of mine. Uh, hopefully she can help you out. Uh, it's important to me that uh, you take care of these kind of things. And I think, Dave, that is about it for our show. Um, that's it. Well, we shot Beer League. It's done. It's in the can. And, and now uh, and now I'm on the IL. <laughs> and now you're so The fact that you're sore. At some, but wait a minute. Now, hang, on. Yeah. hang on. Hang on. Wait. No, we're going to. Time out. Time out. Time out. Let, let, let's extend the show for one more minute. Mm-hmm. You, not only did you shoot a movie, you came out of retirement. Now, uh, Tell me that, what happened. All right, so that call was made to me. I've had this vision of of doing this for, since I've retired. Well, well, tell people that Dave so, really. Right, I'm a former professional wrestler, okay. and I got into the commentary game because I've I've done commentary for you know because you're in old media and for, you're old and I'm old, right? So I retired early in 2016, um, via concussions, via just, just being banged up, you know, and I'm just done. But like I've had a vision of like doing one little small thing to just feel that rush again. But that it never happened, right? And then finally, there's a an event that happened this past Sunday in Rawway, where I got a call from Kevin Matthews, who books the show. By the way, Rawway is the epicenter of world wrestling. Yeah, no, it really it's like the mecca. Like the Rawway yeah. Rec Center is where I started my wrestling career. Yeah, yeah, it's been going and, for um, years. Mm-hmm. And so I got a call, say, hey, look, we got this idea that you know your commentating partner, who you kind of feud with back and forth throughout the course of every broadcast. Um, is going to wind up being the number one entrant in this over-the-top Royal Rumble-type situation. How would you like to be number two and do battle with him for a minute and then just kind of call it quits after that? And I'm like, man, I'm not prepared for it. I'm coming off set, right? I'm driving my note. Everything's frozen, right? I'm just like, I'm thawing out, thawing (laughs) out on the way over there. I'm like... I'm like, and what am I going to say? No. You know, I was like, I'm like, yeah, let's, let's fucking go. Let's, let's do it. And uh, I got there and I had no official word, but like the, they were doing sound check and they were doing the graphic sound check on the Tron, like the, the video screens. And as soon as I walked in, they did a countdown from 10. Cause that's what it is. You count down from right. 10 and the next entrant comes. 
and the buzzer goes off and it's my music and everybody looks at me like yeah i'm like you gotta be oh fucking God. kidding me that's great I was like, this is official so i got in there i did my thing it felt great um but like you're taught who taught who, fall. who won the battle i can't reveal that you gotta oh, go watch okay. you gotta go watch on premiere okay, okay but um yeah, well, no, CPA won. There's a guy who's actually an accountant, and he won the thing, and he's like, his character's okay. great. Uh, but anyway, did you, so, you didn't get. Did you get hurt? What did you do? I, I think I did. It sucks because it's just like <laughs> I waited seven years for this, and I go into the ring, and I the guy like he swings and misses. I duck it. I come back. I grab him by the back of the collar, and I'm like kind of showing him. I'm showing the whole crowd like, where do you want me to throw him? Where do you want me to throw him? He's he's you know what the funniest part is sometimes you can't hear what the guys are yelling from inside the ring right as i have him on the back neck he's like i love the cowboys i love the cowboys and like he was so mad and i'm like your ass is grass buddy and i throw him out and then that's my moment i get excited i shake the ropes like warrior style i'm huge i'm the adrenaline's pumping right now i have to be eliminated too so his weasel ass gets back in the ring after being eliminated and eliminates me by throwing me over the top rope now when oh, you go geez. over the top rope when you go over the top rope in wrestling you're supposed to plant with your hand and kind of propel yourself over, land on your feet, or make right. it look better. I planted with my shoulder, uh, my hand, but then I my whole body twisted. And I when I dropped to the ground, I was like, that was fun. I'm not hurt. We're all good. I got back to commentary and I'm like, oh, I fucked up my shoulder. Like I definitely <laughs> fucked up my shoulder. And for two days, my range of motion has been dog shit. And I'm just like, man, if I waited seven years to do something really tragic, and that's like everybody like I've who I've talked to. We're like, bro, you had one. Like, you were there. For, you were in the ring for a minute. Like, how did and you yeah. fuck this up? But you and know I'm what? Like, you got to, but you got to do this. You have to make one more comeback when your kids, so. like when Miles is a little older. I showed, I showed my daughter the clip. She might, but she might get, she's young. You might get no, scared. No, she was like, she was like giggling and laughing the entire time. Right. right? But then the next day, the next day she's like, can you, th like, she always likes to be like, just roughhoused a little bit, just like to kind of play around. I was like, daddy can't lift you right now. She's like, why? And I was like, cause daddy hurt his shoulder when I was wrestling. She goes, you got hurt. And I was like, yeah. I was like, I'm a little sore, but I'm okay. And then she's like, I was like, do you want daddy to wrestle again? And I hear Steph from the other room. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well that that might be short lived, but yeah, maybe. Now, of course, we'll of course, see. Miles, who we all know is going to be a professional oh, wrestler. On he's his either own. that or an offensive guard. Yes. Either way, he's, <laughs> he's either going to be in Nebraska, Wisconsin, or on the WWE. <laughs> right. uh, that's so funny. Yeah. Daddy can't pick you up, mow the lawn, wash. Daddy dishes. can't do shit. I I can. You, I got asked last night after she heard me complaining about my arm. She goes. Can you handle bath tonight? I was like, Steph, I can't lift my arm right now. Like, how do you expect me to do this? <laughs> so she's like, oh, oh, good. I'm glad. This is this was my fear. You had one thing, and now you can't do shit. And I'm like, yeah, well, welcome to my freaking world. Oh my God, that's great. All right. Well, I wanted to hear about your yes. short-lived appreciate the, you asking. The Aaron Rodgers comeback by Sergio. <laughs> that's what it felt like. I felt like Aaron fucking Rodgers. So excited. The crowd's chanting, Dave. Dave, Dave, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, and, I go back to comedy. I'm like, mmm. and believe it or not, your wrestling career and beer league, the series, there's a little little birds there. But yeah. we, again, we're just Very teasing fun. it. We're Very just fun. teasing it. Uh, anyway, that's my show. Thank you all for listening, and I will uh I'll see you guys next week with a very special guest. As always. Good evening, everybody. <laughs>